Hello, welcome to another episode of the Job Pod by Beginning Discover. My name is Sam Winwood. Thank you so much for tuning in to this. Uh, we're covering what it's like to work in a charity today, because believe it or not, you can actually get paid to work in one. To help us do that, we've got an amazing guy called Luke Squires helping us out. Uh, Luke is the fundraising director of Bowel Cancer UK. So if we're going to ask anybody about what it's like to work within a charity and the opportunities within it, he is the guy. He's a lovely guy. Uh, lovely guy, lovely guy, lovely guy. Uh, I'll let him do the talking. Hi, Luke. Hello. How are you, how are you doing, mate? I'm good. I'm good, thank, thank you. Thank How are you? you? I'm very well. I'm really good. good. And I'm actually good. very, very excited to have you uh, chatting to us, mate, because um, I just think your role is brilliant. <laughs> um, but to well, kick... I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. <laughs> to kick things off, could you, could, you, could you imagine that you have to explain to my nan in 30 seconds what you do, please? What's your nan's name? Doris. Let's go, Doris. Okay. Hi, Doris. So what do I do? Um, I am responsible. So my, my role is I'm, I'm the director of fundraising for, for a bowel cancer charity, Bowel Cancer UK. Uh, and my role essentially involves overseeing, supporting, leading, getting alongside the team that are responsible for generating income uh, for our charity so that we can help people with bowel cancer uh, and further our aims. Amazing. And my, my, my nan Doris would be like, you're a good egg. You're, you're, a, you're a good person. That's amazing. So um, as you, wanna, you know about the job pod and what we're trying to do, um, when it, I, I want to learn how on earth did you get to this position now? Was it, you know, did you start off go, wanting to go into a charity? Like what's the, what's the story? Tell me, please. Uh, with pleasure. I mean, it's, no, is the answer to that question. I didn't... Um, uh, start uh, out from education and thinking coming coming out of education and thinking oh I'd like to work in the charity sector I didn't think that at all mm. um, I, I knew it was there um, but my my role was purely dictated by um, having to earn some money uh, and and get out get out I'd also uh, just proposed to my now wife at that point so we did need to earn some money so um, I, I dived into the world of um, advertising first uh, selling advertising space in um, uh, motoring magazines uh, working for an incredible company called Dennis Publishing um, and uh, yeah just kind of fell into that um, and went for lots of interviews uh, with newspapers, outdoor advertising, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, ended up at Dennis Publishing, so selling selling ad space in in car magazines, which mm -hmm. which um, I would have never thought about doing before. But um, oh my goodness, I mean, what a wonderful organisation and company to work for, and what a wonderful team to work for. And I think that that it doesn't really for me, it wasn't really what I was doing although that taught me a lot of great skills and um experience you know in terms of uh the art of negotiation mm -hmm. uh telling a story pitching uh you know to uh encourage advertisers to come with you um and spend their money with you mm -hmm. uh relationship management working with uh, an incredible array of people but um 
ultimately was about working with that team and yeah. and working in that organization and and, uh, and being supported and progressing through that um and so then i got to the point probably about eight years into that just thinking oh what's next uh what could be next i love it here but um there's something missing um and my wife um works uh, worked in the charity sector has worked in the charity sector for for all her life and she kind of said actually you know have you thought about doing this and we hadn't got kids at that point we hadn't dived into uh, owning a home or anything like that um, and uh, so I was there was an opportunity there to perhaps take a little bit of a hit in terms of um, income yeah. uh, because there is there was a a big difference going from the commercial sector to, to the charity sector not that not not that crazy but just certainly um, it needed thinking about mm. and so uh, she spied this job uh, the, the British Red Cross which was corporate partnerships so companies working with charities uh, to um, uh, well, either just giving straight giving them money or uh, establishing strategic partnerships so working yeah. with them to to help achieve their aims mm-hmm. um, and so it was similar to selling but um, I wasn't selling ad space I was selling the British Red Cross yeah. uh, and and so that's how I found my way into into the charity sector and have done uh, I've been in fundraising for uh, oh gosh nearly 15 years wow so it was like media sales then straight into corporate partnerships at a charity yes wow yeah so it's interesting it's interesting hearing from you as well about uh taking a hit in the income because and we've spoken about this before about the, a lot of people just realize you don't surely you volunteer to work at a charity that, that you don't get paid it's like uh, can you just go like go into a bit more like people do get paid to work in a charity right (laughs) uh most of us do yes (laughs) uh and uh yeah it's it's uh it's a very generous sector you know it's um i mean you know it's not goldman sachs or uh morgan stanley um level you know it's not the same you know you're not going to be an architect or go into a Mm. bank or or earn the same level that, that you would if you're a surgeon but um it it's a living and it gives you, you know, it's, it's, it gives you plenty of, um, you know, reward, not just financial, but certainly in terms of its, uh, you know, purpose and value and morals and ethics and so on, you know, you get, you, you're, you're making a contribution, uh, or giving something back, I guess, um, as well as, um, you know, earning, earning salary to live. Yeah. So uh, that's awesome. And so go, just going on the um, the role as a, of a fundraising director, for example, like you, do you have to have done media sales? What other position, what other routes in could there be to a charity? I guess that's my question. Oh, gosh, that's a really good question. Um, absolutely not. You don't, don't really? have to have done media sales <laughs> at all. Um, I mean, I think about the experience in uh, my current team. Um, we have somebody who trained as a marine biologist. Wow. We have somebody who trained as uh, an event coordinator for um, orchestras. We have somebody who was a researcher, you know, a medical researcher, um, 
we've had people who have done a whole range of things um wow. you know it's definitely absolutely not i think with with the fun the fundraising thing i think the fundamental kind of skills and um it depends on what type of fundraising you want to do but generally if you want to go into fundraising it it does help if you like being around people and if you like um working with people and encouraging them and supporting them to raise funds for you yeah that that that's it it, it, it is really that that really helps but it's not essential um, but it really helps and and to be able to kind of build relationships quickly um, and um, be able to tell the story of what your charity is doing and why their support makes a difference yeah so how, so do you still work quite closely with like corporate partnerships managers for example as well like how how does your i mean what's like a typical day to day look like for luke <laughs> at bell cancer um for me uh, now and at sort of director level um it's a little bit more kind of strategic than operational yeah um so i'm part of the leadership team uh that that helps to kind of run the organization i'm accountable to the board um i a lot of my day involves team management so getting alongside my my um my direct report so i have a head of philanthropy and partnerships and i have a head of public fundraising so they we work very closely together to guide and support and motivate the team uh in their various areas of fundraising and when i when i talk about areas of fundraising you you know there's a whole range but um you have people who give individually so you have people that either direct debit or make just a one-off donation uh, or they give through their payroll uh, you have community fundraising so that's people that do bake sales gigs yeah quiz nights whatever you have events fundraising this is how bowel cancer uk define it so events fundraising which is basically everything that isn't community which involves a run trek or challenge or jumping out of a plane you know the more kind of um High, uh, quite quite intense commitment to to raise money um, and take part in a marathon or a, a a cycle ride or so on, and then with philanthropy and partnership. So those are all public fundraising uh, sort of areas for Bowel yeah. Cancer UK, and then philanthropy and partnerships is corporate partnerships, major donors. So when I say a major donor, it's people that have um are, are considered quite wealthy mm-hmm. uh and and are giving their money personally at a at a kind of certainly more than uh you know 10 pounds a month yeah um and and then also we have trusts and foundations so these are organizations that are set up uh to give money away uh and they choose uh to support charities or social enterprises or good organizations and they use use that that money to to do good so that normally involves writing an application or a um a proposal to ask them for money and tell them exactly why their money is important to that particular cause so there's all those kind of there's a huge range of fundraising disciplines yeah um i would say uh is probably an accurate word and skills and you can you know it's probably you know community and events fundraising is probably fairly similar a fairly similar skill set um it's you know very people orientated um individual giving direct debits etc is a little bit more like marketing 
um it's it's a bit more sort of uh analyzing data and yeah. and targeting and segmenting audiences and then philanthropy and partnerships is about telling stories pitching it's more like sales wow. um, and you're going out and you're basically telling telling that story a compelling story to say the reason why your money should be with us is x y and z so um it's it, so those those that's the kind of breadth so in terms of in answering your question about yeah. how much time you, you know in terms of um direct contact with corporate partners um a little but i normally get wheeled out to um you know uh, either sort of at events or or you know to speak at events or to kind of if i if i need to meet somebody at a, a certain level within an organization to kind of i guess it's a sort of level of authority or whatever mm. but that that's the element of it that i really really love because yeah. it, it's about seeing the people that are committing to helping your charity succeed um and explaining to them exactly why that's important and giving having a face to the giving a face to the kind of the, the money that's that's coming in mm. so that that's really exciting yeah that sounds amazing i didn't realize that there were so many different types of fundraising i must admit um i just thought it was, it was probably just classic me being naive but uh that's amazing so i want to go into a bit more depth about the different departments of a charity and whether they're the same in other charities i know that you've worked in a few already um i just is this position like a fun like a fun rate i presume that's in every single charity right this particular role that you have right in in one way shape or form yes i mean it's called different things some people may have some people may be called um you know supporter engagement or income generation or um Oh gosh, there's a whole load of things yeah. that that people um, okay. uh, are called. But director fundraising is probably more the 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 standard. Um, uh, so and maybe even a little outdated. I don't know. Yeah. But um, in terms of other areas of, it depends on what type of cause right. uh, or okay. charitable organization you're working with uh, and working for so I've worked for four different charities in my career um, the first was an international development charity so mm. obviously the Red Cross will have a range of areas um, and departments volunteering finance and data um supporter care processing fundraising um international aid um and doing so many those, already those so projects. Many. yeah oh it, my goodness it just sounds like a if, dare i say it, it does sound a bit like a business setup it's like set up yeah. like a typical business yeah. and people don't I, I honestly don't think people know that no i mean and and if i i get it i get it it's easy actually when you're in in the sector to actually forget that it's not always that obvious mm. to to people i mean you know we also have marketing brand communications press pr right. um uh, public relations sorry and um and also what's quite often unique to a charity is policy and campaigns so um that's a really interesting area where cool. you're starting you know where you want to be an influencer you know you're influencing change so our our team at, at bowel cancer uk is purely focused on improving treatment and care um for people affected by bowel cancer and and, and lobbying government 
um, and the National Health Service are working alongside the National Health Service to um, basically highlight the experiences of people with bowel cancer um, so that the change can happen that they need to happen in order to um, uh, sort of improve uh, outcomes like survival or uh, treatment and care. Yeah, God, that's phenomenal. Just blows my <laughs> mind. And I say, I, I, I do. So you could literally go into a charity and get a job, but in the PR department. You, yeah, if you're in, you yeah, exactly. Go, you could probably go and become a, a HR manager, but in a charity, you could put exactly. Like, yeah, that's yeah. I think people need to understand that because it's like I get. I guess that you know, the other part is like, do you start out in a more corporate role and then do what you did and then go into a charity, or you know, would would you have done it differently going looking back now, or would you, would you keep the keep uh, the same? No, I wouldn't have done it differently. I think what what I took, I did a. Um, a course uh, at uni which um was about is was about marketing and advertising and business enterprise and innovation um so it covered a whole host of areas um but actually you know we, i i found that i i learned an incredible amount i mean that was a valuable experience but i learned an incredible amount more going into the workplace um and and certainly the commercial i think i think if i'd done it the other way around i'd have struggled really a lot more yeah i think i think the charity sector brings so much value and so much um benefit to our society and to each other but actually going into a commercial setting gave me a really wonderful foundation to then which i could then take into the charity sector and hopefully add some value there so the principles and the disciplines that i learned there at dennis publishing have absolutely um you know shown shown um given me uh, a lot more kind of experience and opportunities in the charity sector I, it sounds like it's definitely given you that platform um to which to build upon going into charities as well for sure um I think I think so, and I think I think it helps probably more in fundraising. If I'm honest, okay. um, I think if it, you you know if you're you know if you've studied politics or if you've studied um, philosophy or something like that, you know, actually going into the charity sector, um, coming out of university or, or college or whatever is will it will probably be an easier process. In fact, it might even be a better process um, because you'll 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 be getting into some really kind of intellectually stimulating and gritty issues, mm. you know, that that you'd be able to kind of tackle. But um, but for fundraising, I found that the commercial setup has been really helpful. It doesn't mean you know you can go straight into fundraising, you know, straight straight you know from education and mm. uh, and learn a lot you know it, i mean it's it is absolutely not rocket science <laughs> you know fund, fundraising is you just you just got to be able to you know get alongside people not be afraid to ask them to do something or <laughs> um and encourage them and then encourage them to do that yeah for sure so i think i already know the answer to this question but why do you continue to do it i i get a huge amount out of um knowing that when I get up in the morning, I'm going to a job that will 
have an impact or add value to somebody else's life. I think, um, or, 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 or an issue, it will make a difference to an issue that is going to make our society a little bit better. Ultimately, it has a level of purpose yeah. that I find motivating and um, grounding. Mm. That's amazing. And I, 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 that's kind of what I thought you were going to say, but I needed, I, I wanted to hear it because <laughs> it's, it's so spot on. Um, thanks for that. Um, my next. I mean, don't, don't, don't get me wrong, though. Sorry, sorry, Sam. Don't get me wrong. There are always, always little elements that are a bit <laughs> annoying about somebody's job, or yeah, you know, there's elements of it that you don't want to do, but you have to. That's just you a know, job, though, not... isn't it? It's the, that's exactly. It's not. It's not all. Uh, you know sunshine and rainbows uh every day but um i would say ultimately the 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 purpose-driven aspect of what i do is a massive part of why i do it and continue to do it yeah. sorry that's all right no i've got another question actually when um when you tell people that you work for a charity and they go oh i thought you um i thought you you didn't get paid to work at charities you could just volunteer how do you respond to the, the, that do you just say yeah we we, we do get paid um because <laughs> it is because it because it, it's a common mm. misconception i think yeah i mean i it's not often that that comes up but if it does then my response would be um the organizations or the purpose that we're trying to fulfill will not happen if people just do it for free um, you know, you do need people to be compensated for the role that they are playing. It's the same as a company or it's the same as going to work in a shop or it's the same as going to work in a bank. You know, people need to be compensated for what they do. Otherwise, they won't be able to do it. Mm. Uh, you know, you, the, the, the organization would not be able to, to exist. You've yeah. got to pay rent. You've got to pay people's salaries. You've got to pay uh, for materials and resources to actually deliver. So you do need to invest to, to be able to then generate the money that's needed to make the change happen that you want to happen. Yeah. And that's such a great response. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> Like so, uh, who would this be right for? A role in fundraising at a charity? What type of person is this right for? I think, do you know? I, I think in terms of fundraising, if you if you like people, and if you like, um, you know, getting 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 out and about and and doing, um, obviously not so much at the moment. Obviously down to you know socially distancing uh, restrictions, etc. But if you like people and if you like encouraging them to do something good and positive for society, and being a part of that process, then a job in fundraising could be for you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a, a lot of you know you you often go into these kind of careers fairs or you know or if you you're meeting your careers counsellor or advisor at school um, very rarely do charities and even rare more rare uh, does fundraising come up as a potential career choice or option yeah um, and I think um, I've actually spent a fair bit of time um, as part of a kind of sector-wide group called leaders for good um, that have talked about why 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 isn't fundraising 
up there as a as a career choice or a you know as a as a con- considered choice why is it or you're going to go into medicine or yeah. you're going to be an art historian or you're going to be uh you know a a, a political you know pundit or whatever yeah. you know um fundraising or chat the charity sector doesn't feature that highly um and we need to do something about that definitely um, and is it because, because is but is it because yeah it's not a very big industry or is it quite big? Cause I, I don't know the, the exact size of it, but are there, yeah, are there enough opportunities huge. really? There are, there are 167,000 charities in this country. Blimey. Uh, there it's, it's worth um, a huge amount of money to, uh, to the, to the sector, uh, sorry, to the, to the uh, UK. Um, and, you know, there's a lot to be said for that. It's, it, it contributes to society and it also contributes to the economy. That's amazing. Wow. So what would, if, what, if I was considering going into a charity, what would be your best advice for, for me, for example? I would work out first and foremost it's not a deal breaker, but I would work out what, what are you passionate about? What, what causes or what issues do you want to address or what are the things that make you cross that you want to try and help uh, solve? Mm. Um, uh, and I think that can be, you know, and also what interests you. Um, I think if you, if you, if you're working for um, a, uh, a charity that's supporting the care and welfare of animals. Um, but you know, but you're not massively into animals. <laughs> that's, that's going to be quite a tough one to kind of get up and, and go for every day. I mean, yeah. but then I went, I came for this. So I've worked at the Red Cross, as I've said, you know, international development, which was super interesting. Then I worked at shelter, um, which is uh, tackling bad housing and homelessness, uh, so people's right to have a have a home. Then I worked for Great Ormond Street um, Children's uh, Great Ormond Street Hospital Children's Charity. So obviously dealing with um, uh, you know kids and um, you know people sick sick children. Um, and then I moved into Bowel Cancer UK, so the cancer space. Um, so health, international aid um and poverty you know wow. so those are those are kind of three key themes um and each one has had uh, has been a, an incredibly interesting and motivating cause to kind of help address but um it, it, it's it, you know you've got to you've got to be able to focus on i mean at least a starting point you know if you're interested in the environment and you care about climate change you know, there are a lot of charities out there looking to address that green pre Greenpeace, Friends of the Earth, you yeah. know, um, lots of other charities like that, that, and that, that will be, that'll drive you. That'll be, it's, it's, it's like the job that you're doing is almost a byproduct of what, yeah. what, of the organization that you're yeah. working for. It's, it's just a, a role you're playing to, to achieve the organization's goals. Mm. So I think that would be my first um, sort of, bit of advice really just yeah. what do you care about what do you care about what's going to help you you know focus on um and then um decide i guess what you want to do about that within that charity so if you want to go into hr like you said you know go into hr in this charity you're still part of that that machine yeah. you know um if you want to go into fundraising you know uh, you, you you would be able to kind of focus on 
it'd be good to focus on you know any but you're interested in events you know I, i guess try try some stuff out to find out what you're interested in as well yeah um you know i went into corporate partnerships but i'm super interested in community and uh major donors you know i like i like that it's people you know um and uh so you know i i would i would try not to go in with too many preconceptions um and uh the the main the main advice just definitely being make sure that it fits your like what you're passionate about and then also figure out like the job what you what you actually want to do within that charity how would how can you make an impact the best way possible right exactly mm. what are your values and what can you bring amazing so good and are, are there in terms of i mean it might be a silly question but can you is it as easy as just going on google and typing in like top 50 environmental change charities is it that yes. simple or is there is there like a book <laughs> is there like an index of charities in the uk that people can search through and filter like what would be how can they get hold of that stuff yeah i mean all all charity all registered charities uh in this country um have to uh be have to be registered with something called the charity commission Mm. um so you can go onto the charity commission website and look at all the charities that are, uh, are on there um there's the charities aid foundation so that that's a, a body that that works with charities to help them um, process funding and so on. Um, you've got a lot of um, you've got a number of uh, kind of industry bodies. Certainly, in terms of fundraising, you could you can have a look on Third Sector, which is a, oh yes, um, uh, yeah, a publication um, I think printed by Haymarket. Um, that that's that's a good kind of. Uh, that's actually a really good point i was going to ask you about like where can people like turn to like places like third sector is a very good starting point if they are considering going into charity because that is full of it is some really interesting articles it's not just fundraising either so it's got a whole host of things you know um but also things like i mean a little bit wider than the sector but you know uh, publications like campaign Mm. you know they'll they'll have a lot of charity stuff um, but it's not. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think the charity sector is just such a valuable um, asset to this or, you know, to this country. And, and I think, you know, it just needs more more passionate people jumping into it and, and getting going. You aren't going to earn huge amounts of money, um, but you will you will base You will be fine and uh, and you'll be doing something really good as well. Do you think it's underserviced at the moment in terms of talent, talent wise? um yes i do i think there's there are some incredible people in 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 the sector and doing doing some amazing things but i am sure that there are people doing jobs that they may not like as much (laughs) at the moment that have super you know super talents and and skills and experience that that could be applied within the within the third sector and and would benefit them and and others so yeah I, i i underserved i I, I would say probably is a fair is a fair um, word to use. Um, maybe untapped yeah. is another one. Maybe that's a that's a nice way of putting it. Untapped. Ah, there we go. Then anybody listening, they should go and go into a charity. There's plenty of opportunity there to do good and actually get a good career out of it. That's amazing. Um, I think that's a really nice note to end on, Luke. But uh, have you got anything else to add at all? 
I, I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, it, it, the charity, the charity sector has given me so many opportunities to meet incredible people, you know, from Tom Hardy and Charlotte Riley. No way. To, <laughs> uh, to, <laughs> what are they to, like? What are they like? What's Tom Hardy like? As people, yeah. they're, they're <laughs> fine. I mean, I, I, I know Charlotte better than I do him, oh. but um who's his partner but you know these people these these guys you know they get involved you know because they care about what what you're trying to achieve and that they can they can have influence that's a that's another interesting job if you want to be a celebrity liaison uh manager you know charity that is a job at a charity because you get lots of people that are patrons you know and you know the royals that give their time and you know you get to see you know you get to go to events and you know i've been to uh, you know gala dinners at the natural history museum gala dinners at um you know battersea power station <laughs> i've been up to you know on driving days golf days all these things it is it is incredible you know because it's fun people are raising money and they're putting on events and you get to go and you get to you get to meet lots of people you know and it's and they're gen- genuinely brilliant lovely people wow. that's a t- that was a terrible name drop isn't it i'm so sorry that's <laughs> no 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 dreadful. it's good it's um, amazing but that's that's but, so interesting yeah. i think i honestly just on a general like a as an overview of this whole chat i think it's gonna really really help a lot of people understand what they could actually do within a charity and the opportunities yeah that are yeah oh yeah packed. i mean there are uh, absolutely mm-hmm. and uh, there are so many doors that i wouldn't have been able to go through without coming into this this sector for sure that's so good. Well, thank you so much for your time, Luke. I really, really do appreciate it. And uh, thank you. No, no doubt that this is going to help a lot of people out. Cheers. Come work for charities, man. <laughs> it's the way forward. Thank you so much for listening to that, guys. That was Luke Squires from Bowel Cancer UK chatting about what it's like to work within a charity. Uh, if you like what you hear, please remember to like, share, subscribe do all that social media jazz for us please uh, and if you want to get in touch please do so my email is sam at beginningdiscover.com love to hear from you thanks